1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Join more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com.
2: The NFC North, the Vikings, oh, the Skull.
1: Yeah. Right
0: there,
2: the whole thing. whole whole The Horn. The, uh, you know, the horn, too, they have in Minnesota. Oh, oh. He's awesome. No, uh, he's fantastic. <laughs> if he's
0: not the first person, to, honestly, week one, and we're just getting news now that fans are gonna be back in stadiums here. Hopefully, God willing, and for the Gallahorn, you want him for the Gallahorn. I want him week one for that. the Gallahorn.
1: Oh man, week one, baby. Be super fun, super fun. I'm all out of breath now. Yeah, easy. Yeah, because he's he's, stadium, in, right? he's
2: probably in good shape. Oh,
1: those quads.
2: That's I mean, the my, McAfee he's, thing. He's probably for, in really good shape.
1: Is,
0: uh, his, his mo- for the brand? I believe that's his moniker for the brand. Or the punter legs and special teams. For he the also brand. was
1: like, like he jumped into to WWE's NXT and was like doing moonsaults off the top oh, yeah. rope <laughs> with his first ever match. Yeah. Like, what? Moon salt, Amazing. So this is Four Question Friday on Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan. And um, I think it's going to be mostly a free agent-centric edition of Four Question Friday, boys.
2: I'm legitimately like out of breath from you yeah, right there. there. Yeah. yeah, easy, man. You see, you saw it. It looked easy. That's why I, I, I didn't yeah. get up from my chair. Yeah. I'm I didn't too raise much physical. I got a exertion. lot of energy right now because I didn't get up from my chair. In fact, you know, I'm going to have another swig of caffeine. Okay.
1: So while I, while I try mm. to get my heart rate down under 200 here, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about Federated Mutual Insurance Company. As a business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have employee training at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's why Federated recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. Federatedinsurance.com. Click on MyShield or download the app. And now remember it, Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So boys, question number one for you. Who is the one guy? And I'm going to go trade free agency or draft. Who is the one guy you're most interested In adding to the Vikings roster in the next two months, you can only pick one realistic answers only. Oh,
0: dang, I was about to say. Oh,
2: yeah, no, no, we got to be realistic.
1: So like Deshaun Watson, we're going to say that ship has sailed. Russ Wilson, like like realistic, assuming Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, unless you want to draft, let's say, Trey Lance, who the Vikings were scouting today. So via trade free agency or draft who's the one guy that you're like okay that's that's the realistic thing that needs to happen
2: Okay I have now pivoted to being all in on the potential rebuild, both short and long-term, of the offensive line. And so I'm going to stay there, and I'm going to give you a guy that we've been talking about because I think it sets up the dominoes to fall to give you a really good offensive line for the foreseeable future. I'm going to go with the trade route of Orlando Brown Jr., who very much wants out of Baltimore, who would give you potentially a very solid left tackle for a long time, You would pair him as a bookend with Brian O'Neill at right tackle. Both would be highly paid and would get paid after this season, which is absolutely fine, but it's realistic to do it because the salary cap short-term in 2021 would not hurt you and therefore would cause the trickle-down of allowing you to sign a left guard uh, to put by Brown that now would give you, your line would go from being basically a series of, what, at least three question marks to one question mark potentially In Garrett, Bradbury at center. But the left side of your line would be strengthened, which I think would help Bradbury out as well. So I'm going with the Orlando Brown trade because that puts me in position to sign a left guard and take a bit of a cap hit there. Orlando Brown Jr.
0: Dex? For me, I'm going with Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith. I want to go three deep, baby. I want to bring this back. I, uh, I, I really think it could be a lot of fun. I think you can find your guard in free energy. And I don't know if that's Joe Thuney, but I think you're going to find an upgrade. It's similar to me to what the Wild did with their goaltending. They weren't asking Cam Talbot to be a Vesna guy. Can you get a league average goaltender in here to help stabilize things? And then maybe one of our rookies rises up and even outperforms the veteran we sign. Instead, get the dynamic wide receiver in Devontae Smith, go three deep. And I haven't even mentioned Irv Smith and Dalvin Cook. Like, you're talking about five weapons on offense in Justin Jefferson. Thielen, Smith, uh, Cook, and everyone else. So I would say go get Devontae Smith your first round pick.
1: So so how are you gonna feel then scheme wise next year when they draft Devontae Smith and in week two, you know, down by seven late in the fourth quarter, and they've uh-huh. got Thielen and Jefferson running routes and Tyler Conklin and CJ Ham also running oh routes God. with Devontae Smith on the bench. Because of hey, we hey,
2: don't hey, really hey, run three receivers. It's our scheme. Oh, you know what? Clint Kubiak, you're fired. If
0: I see a fullback <laughs> wheel route on third and eight in the goal line, I'm gonna, or on third and eight in the red zone, I'm going to lose my mind, okay? For God's sake, stop. Uh, CJ Ham, love him. Love me some fullbacks. but just ran it
2: real well. Jeez,
0: my I God. please has
1: been a the staple of Vikings offenses for 15 years, oh, man. Going back God. to Nalfahu, Tahi. Well, glorious time. To stop. But
2: I love the idea. I just am so focused right now on getting this O-line right. I'm so tired of it not being right.
1: I am too, and that's why I, I, I think it's pie in the sky because they still have to clear a ton of cap space to even be in the conversation. But Joe Thune just seems like such a perfect solution. Now, I get that he's, what, 29, 30 years old, and so would I would I be a little bit more interested in Orlando Brown, different position, but Orlando Brown's age and having him and Brian O'Neill as 25-year-olds lined up and under contract, that's interesting. So I'm definitely with Judd on that concept. But if there's one guy that I'm the most interested in fixing an immediate problem, it's just getting one of the top 5 or 10 left guards to replace the worst left guard <laughs> and 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 let's see how that imp- and let's see how that improves Garrett Bradbury. But to make that happen, you probably still need to clear at least at least 10 million more in cap space, probably more like 15 million cuz yeah. If you, you know, there's things you can do. You could, you could push more of his cap hits into 2000, like bigger signing bonus, spread that signing bonus out into 22, 23, et cetera. Um, But you still got to sign a first round pick with your cap. You still have to sign maybe a linebacker if you get rid of Anthony Barr. And so you got, you got work to do, but he would be mine for
2: sure. The next tier of guards though, is not terrible. Like it's not a Zeitler would be absolutely, it, it would be an enormous. I mean, I don't think we appreciate how bad Dakota Dozier was. Like he's on the ground floor, yeah. and you might not be uh, able to. I, 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 okay, I he's in the basement, and the you cellar. might and you might not be able to afford the penthouse, but you can still get twenty-seven stories up. That's Yeah, Heidler. we just needed to
1: get to the living. Just get to the living room. You know, we, yeah, we, that's simpler. Like
2: I just want a view. I don't need it to be a <laughs> penthouse view, but I need. I want. A, I want a view. I don't want to be in the basement.
1: That's a okay. fair point. All right, question number two here on this four question Friday. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you trust Rick Spielman over the next two months?
2: Oh, a lot. Free agency it. and draft. Here's my problem: I don't think that he's involved in a in a a line of thinking that actually is accurate. Which means you're looking at the future. Um, there have been different times where I actually do trust him more than this, but right now because the pressure is going to be so heavy and enormous to win, Uh, and because I think they're going to make some short-term moves that I'm not sure, just as we speak right now, so things have not been done yet, I'm at about a four. I'm, I'm not that high because everyone's job is on the line, and when that happens, bad decisions and snap judgments are made, and so I am very concerned, and he's being influenced by a head coach, who who I don't think cares as much about the offense as he probably should. I'm going to put it at a four. It's definitely been higher at times, but right now I have serious concerns. I'm probably on a scale of one to ten at a seven.
0: Um, I've usually given Spielman the benefit of the doubt on most things. He has found gems late in, in the rounds of the draft. He's been aggressive before, showing he can trade up. Um, And look, anyone who obtains about ten seventh-round picks every draft, I mean, my God, sign me up, right? Uh I, I still am leaning towards that I trust him to make the right decision, but I will say this is the most important off season he's ever entered and the most important stamp to put on this Vikings team because if he does not hit it in twenty twenty one, I think we're talking about finally the Vikings moving on from the Spielman Zimmer era. Yeah.
1: All right. So so Judd's a four, Dexter a seven. I'm a six. I'm I'm a six and I and I'll tell you why, and that's probably higher than a lot of people I I'd be curious to know. Listeners and viewers of the show, give us your number. How how high are you on, or how much do you trust Rick Spielman? Throw it in the comment section. The reason I'm a little more confident than not is because he is aggressive and he is not afraid to make big moves, splash moves. He's not afraid to trade first round picks, second round picks, whatever. Doesn't always work out. Obviously, the Unique Ngakwe trade was a disaster last year, um, but. The, but step one to making some drastic changes to this team and 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 making the moves that uh, you need to get this thing on the right track is you have to be aggressive and willing to do things. The Packers aren't right. Like when's the last time the Packers made a big splash move with a first round pick or traded a veteran? Um, you know they just don't make splash moves. And so the Vikings sometimes those splash moves hurt them. Sometimes they don't. And so I think Rick's going to get splashy. I think he's going to try and do some big things, and it just remains to be seen. What will his batting average be on those splash moves?
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, I just don't have, I don't have a ton of faith right now because partially the QB, who I like but don't love, and I think that Rick, I think Rick is going to make moves that we're going to look back on in a few years and say short-term, which is why if he addresses the, the offensive line accurately, at least that's a good start.
1: So that's a good segue, actually, to question number three here. Is this a fair criticism of the Vikings front office from our friend Minnesota Twins guy on Twitter? I'm just going to read you the tweet that he sent into the show. The Riley Reef situation screams terrible process. Strong arm him into a pay cut on an impulse move for Unique Ngakwe, who's traded six weeks later. Don't move Reef at the deadline when you had a chance buried five games below 500 for a mid-round pick and then you pay an extra bonus out of good faith that counts against the 2021 cap a million dollars i believe right classy move and fine but then why cut him after you give him the million dollars because you felt bad uh is it a fair criticism to say that the vikings have no idea what they're doing <laughs> with this with this rally reef situation
2: now i'm sorry who does that come from again Minnesota Twins guy on Twitter. Okay, Minnesota Twins guy, you are so spot on. It frightens me. Yes, it is. In fact, I will I will pile on his his moves with one that he doesn't have, which is where the process and the breakdown starts. Okay. I've been told that they were really convinced Daniil Hunter was going to be absolutely fine and that they had Ngakwe because they thought, man, book ends, pass rushing ends, Ev's gone, who cares, right? So, like, the, the process was we can get this guy in and pay him more and strong, And, and as the person said, Minnesota Twins guy, strong arm reef, but we can do it because we've got Daniil on the left side and then on the right side, not being aware that Daniil Hunter might end up having neck surgery. Like, Where's the breakdown in that thought process from, he'll be back in a couple weeks to, oh, I guess he's going to have to go under the knife now for a back neck problem? Um, And then, yeah, and then at the end, I love the old, I love the old, well, honey, I cheated on you about 18 times, (laughs) but here's some flowers, so I'm sure you'll take me back now. She's like, I don't really think I'm going to take you back. Can't blame her, right? Um, Yes, the final... The Vikings often, and this is a problem, I think, with Rick and with Mike especially, they often think that they're far cuter and smarter than they really are. Giving Riley Reef a million bucks, which I'm sorry, I know to the three of us and to our listeners is a ton of money, but giving Riley Reef that after you've totally screwed him out out of at least five, if not six million dollars, is like if a person gave us a dollar or $10 or something, we'd be like, okay, great, thank you. Um. Yes, Minnesota Twins guy, a thousand percent right. And the final, oh, please take our gesture. Just to me, indicates how dumb Vikings management thinks its players are, and ultimately, really the fans too. Like, will believe this? No.
1: Yeah, I mean, to just, so it. I I agree. Like, I think I just think the whole thing they were they were a step behind the whole thing, right? Yes. And and then unless i'm missing something they miscalculated they thought oh we'll float a million dollar bonus to him cuz we felt bad about him missing out on his incentive bonus for uh having to sit out because of uh, covid protocol and because we're going to do that he'll for sure restructure and play nice and lower his cap hit and then sign a two year contract well they literally miscalculated every step of the last year with Riley Reef. So, Dex, are you in agreement or disagreement?
0: No, I'm, I'm. I'm with you guys. They totally screwed him over. To be completely honest, and he had. A, he's coming off, maybe like Courtney Cronin said uh, earlier with us today. That I think they really just botched the entire situation. They asked him to take a pay cut. Unique Ngakwe comes here, and then you flip him six weeks later. I mean, my God. So I, I can completely understand if I'm Riley Reef and even with uh, NFL teams, you know, maybe being a little bit more frugal at the same time. If you're not going to pay me what I what I gave, what what, what you agreed with me on, then I'm just going to go out in the open market and file my contracts. And I I completely understand if I'm rally reef, I want nothing to do with this. And to be honest, we've heard similar things from uh, other offensive linemen who have also contributed to this show that sometimes there's not really some good faith there with how they handle that line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Alex, Alex, Alex Boone was, uh, I'm assuming that's who you're referencing. I think he hasn't fully like publicly documented what happened behind the scenes, but like, uh, it didn't end well. It didn't end well. No,
0: just in general, like with, with those two, it did not end well. I miss my guy, Alex Boone.
1: Yeah. I did too. He's uh I think he's still making a run at it for, for two thousand. We'd he's love to get him you, back right? on the show at some point. Well, he Seahawks. was he played for the Seahawks. He was on their practice squad for the last couple of weeks okay. in the playoffs. But I don't I, I don't believe they I think he's just them. back home in Eden Prairie right now. Gotcha. So um and that brings us to question number four on this four question Friday. Congratulations to everyone who made it to question number four here. Will Kirk Cousins Still be the Vikings starting quarterback one year from today.
2: All right, I am going to go out on a limb or not, I guess. I'm going to say he's not going to be, and here's why the contract, the pressure that exists. I, I am not positive that a year from today, Zimmer and/or Spielman will be employed by the Vikings. If they're gone, I think that I think a new regime, which would be far more of an offensive. Minded one, certainly not a defensive coach, because you always hire the opposite of what you just had, would look to move on from Kirk. I think if Kirk would go then to San Francisco and restructure, that might work. Um, there's a lot of variables that have to go right for Kirk to be back. I don't know that they're all going to, and I don't know that I trust the principal players involved um, to to guide this to a point where they do go right. So I'm going to say a year from today, we we might be talking about an entirely different administration and a different quarterback.
0: See, it's interesting. You asked this question now, because in what one week, we'll figure out if that, if he's still on the roster on the third day of the league year or so, and, and, and his 2022 salary is guaranteed. And it basically, I mean, if, if his 2022 salary is guaranteed and he's not moved by the third day of that league year, I mean, how, how the hell do you move him? How do you move him this time next year? It was so much more, even dead mo- money against the dead cap. So I would say he's here. If he's if he's not moved by that third day of the league year, one week from now, yeah, it, it looks like he'll be your quarterback in 2021 and 2022.
1: I think the way that you would move him in a year from now is all right. There's a huge contract on the horizon for 2022, so any team that trades for him would essentially want to work out like right. a one year extension or something. So you would be you'd smooth it out so that his cap hit would be 35 million, and then he would get a bunch of guaranteed money for 2023. So. Because I, I, I think that's what the 2022 45 million dollar cap hit has has signified the whole time. It's like it's it's it signifies another renegotiation, right? I don't think it was ever meant for him to play on that number, unless he decides, hey, I, I well, just want to hit free agency. He's
2: saying I'm good here, but if he gets, uh, but if there's a deal worked out, you know, let's say again, San Francisco, right? I think he'd be willing to restructure and extend there. So yeah. he very well might tell. The Vikings, hey, I'm good. And the Vikings say, yeah, but we we can, you know, put you with uh, Shanahan in San Francisco, unite you two there, and he might say, I'll redo my contract then. Um, But I I just, I don't have the faith that the entire thing is going to work out to where it's all smooth and Kirk comes back and Zim comes back and Spielman comes back. That just feels to me like a long shot right now.
1: Yeah. You know what? Because this is Kirk Cousins Appreciation Week, my answer is going to be a resounding. Yes, he will still be the Vikings starting quarterback (laughs) as they go for a second consecutive Super Bowl championship (laughs) headed into 2022 Uh because old Kirky boy pulled out the fourth quarter clutch magic. (laughs) Mr. Game-winning drive down the stretch in the playoffs. And that's a four-question Friday here on Mackie and Judd's Purple Daily. Uh, We appreciate you guys hanging out with us, and we're just sort of going to be on call the next few days and all throughout next week. As news breaks, last year on the Friday before free agency, and some of you might be listening or watching, maybe news is already broken, but um, the Friday before free agency last year, the Vikings cut Xavier Rhodes. Was it Linville Joseph? Yep. So we're in the window where things could happen with Daniel Hunter or with Anthony Barr or other players, and we'll see what happens. So uh, we are your daily stop for daily Vikings entertainment here. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you could give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple, that would be awesome as well. So thank you for being part of our community. Our mission here is for the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. And they have chances (laughs) to take some steps forward as free agency opens up here in the near term. So we'll see you next time on Purple Daily.